0: That's that thing's operational. Dr. Ben, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's
1: my secret, Captain.
0: I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. Say hello, dude. Hey, everybody. And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. Sir, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a Coke today. I'm sorry. Damn you, sir.
0: Damn you. That's all right. I'll let it slide, because I'm drinking enough for both of us tonight, dude. <laughs> I'm, in one of, I'm in one of those moods, and I found a really good one. Last night, I was at the pub with my buddy yeah. and purchased this little, this little doozy. It's uh, it's one of those Stone collaboration deals between uh, Ecliptic Stone Brewing Company and Wicked Weed, nice. and it's called Points Unknown IPA, nine point five percent. I had it was so good. We split one of these last night, and I just had to buy one for tonight. Nice. So it's amazing, and uh, maybe we'll try to make it a Stone Brewing Company when we get down to San Diego, man. I mean, cool. it's a it's a big one, but it'd be worth checking out. They always have good stuff, and Will Wheaton always collaborates with them too, and does some pretty good beers, so.
1: Very cool. We'll did see. you, uh, did you see the thing I messaged you on Twitter, uh, of it showed where all your beers actually come from?
0: Yeah, I watched a documentary about, about that, like in the store, like what major brewing companies own, like all the craft brews, right? Yeah. Like Budweiser still owns most of them. It's disgusting. It's gross. Yep. Miller owns <laughs> quite a few. Yeah. There's still some standalone ones out there, of course, but, uh, which I try not to buy ones owned by Bud and Miller and Coors if I can help it. You damn hippie. I mean, I'm just saying, you can't pay me enough to drink a Pabst Blue Ribbon, bro. So I'm just (laughs) not going to do it. Not going to do it. It's disgusting. Anyway, man, uh, real quick before we get into the meat of the show, a reminder for SWOTOR listeners we are going to the community cantina in San Diego in just a, what, two weeks? Three weeks. So if you have questions for us, you want us to corner a dev and ask them uh, anything, and I would throw some stuff in there about story. Um in the new expansion as well because there is gonna be that panel and mm-hmm. we're gonna to go to that as well. And if they have a mic up there, maybe we can uh jump up and ask them your questions. So definitely uh send those to us, usual podcast at gmail dot com or tweet us or put on Facebook or whatever. Anything to add to that?
1: No, I'm just uh really looking forward to Comic Con. This is gonna be a lot of fun.
0: I'm jazzed. That's a weird word. I don't use it, but I'm jazzed.
1: No, you don't. That's you're yeah. st- weird, right? Stop. No, stop, stop. 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 Okay, I'm done.
0: I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Alright, man. So uh uh okay, so next week I have a family vacation next week, so we're gonna break our little streaks sort of. We will either put uh an interview Will did at uh Phoenix Comic Con and our usual posting time either Thursday or Friday next week, and but we will record one show uh before San Diego Comic Con. So we will not this weekend but the weekend after, record something to put out before we go to Comic Con. Yeah. So. Definitely.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll so. definitely get you guys some uh, some content.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll keep you we'll keep you apprised on the on the social medias and let you know where we're at. So if we miss a few days, don't sue us. Don't get mad. Actually, get mad. Send us something. We'll talk to you. Get
1: mad as hell and don't until you <laughs> won't take
0: it anymore. <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh, you know, talking about social medias. Actually, I mm-hmm. didn't even realize mm-hmm. it, but uh, I looked at my Twitter feed yesterday, and I have one hundred and one followers now.
0: Damn, wow. son. <laughs> That's up by like 60 or something,
1: isn't it? Yeah, when we started, I was at like, I don't know, 34 or something like that.
0: Damn. Look at you.
1: All popular. <laughs> eh,
0: not really. <laughs> yeah. Follow at I am Will Griggs, which I'll say in a minute.
1: I was just going to say Caitlyn Jenner gets a million in less than 24 hours.
0: <laughs> not all of us can be Caitlyn Jenner, sir. True yeah. that. True that. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail dot com. Find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Give us some, you know, reviews, stars, those kind of things. We like that. Yeah. Feedback. Word. Um, and, of course, we have the timestamps in the show notes for our non-SWOTOR fans. We will start with SWOTOR. It's not going to be a huge week, but nothing's going to beat last week after E3, that's for sure. So, Right. All right, so real quick, Patreon. We did, as we talked about last week, we updated our milestones and rewards. We even got <laughs> Zernobog, faithful listener to the show, uh, offered voice talent on I Twitter. I saw
1: that. That's cool. So, it's, uh, it's nice that we're getting some offers already.
0: We are really far away from $50 uh, an episode. Yeah, we are. Like, we couldn't be farther. So, help us out. You can put less than a dollar, a dollar or two, or even more, and help us get to that milestone. We'll get some voice actors. Voice actors? I'm using air quotes. And uh we will um, we'll record something funny. It'll be a train wreck. It'll be hilarious. So, help us you
1: out. Yeah, we need to do. We need to uh, petition Kevin Smith to be one of our voice actors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we might get a bigger following if that was the case. Don't you think? You think? Yeah. I mean, he won't do it, but it'd be nice to ask him. We're going to mm-hmm. see him in a couple weeks. I'll ask him. Maybe we'll put that in our email. I haven't sent my email yet, so.
1: Neither have I. I need to do that this week.
0: Word. Uh, so, last thing here. Oh, we are going to do a drawing for our Patreon, uh our patrons, on show 25 after Comic-Con.
1: All two of them right now.
0: All two of them are going to get hella swag, unless we get some other patrons. So, thanks to David and Radna for being patrons, and if you want to join them and get some cool Comic-Con stuff, free stuff, help us out, patreon.com slash podcast. And, of course, audibletrial.com slash usualpodcast to get a 30-day free trial. And I have been, you know, <laughs> I'm off for the summer, man. So I am blazing through some uh, audiobooks. I finished the Companion's Codex, the R.A. Salvatore book. Nice. And I am already halfway done. Almost 40-hour listen, by the way. But I'm almost, I listened to a little bit faster. But uh, Game of Thrones book four. So that's my recommendation, especially since they are so long. Use our free trial to get a big giant book and actually know what the author meant before HBO got their hands on it,
1: yeah, I really need to start watching the show <laughs> and reading the books.
0: both are phenomenal I can't I mean although the show does take some departures from the book, I can't even tell you how how good both both the series and the books are, so definitely check them out Good reads,
1: yeah, and I still have the the two suggestions from last week that I'm uh, trying to work through, and that's the uh how Star Wars conquered the universe and Steve Barry's The Patriot Threat. Nice. Hopefully I'll have yeah, those the... done by, before Comic-Con, and, uh, and I'll let people know how they are.
0: Cool. Yeah, the Star Wars one's next on my list, too, so hopefully we'll get through that at some point. Sweet. All right, man. Uh, tour time. Let's do it. All right. So, first off, we have no community shout-outs, I don't think, this week.
1: Well, do you it? already took care of Zernabog up in the uh yeah, part. Yeah, I
0: took... Took care of Zernabog. What'd you do in game this week, sir? Anything? Um,
1: actually, I didn't do a ton. Uh, I just got on and played a little, a little bit of dailies. Um, you know, I always try to go on and and take care of some Section X stuff because that's uh some of the achievements I haven't done yet. You know, I still have to go in and kill a whole bunch of beasts and kill a whole bunch of dread guards, and so I'm still yeah, working on tedious.
0: that. Alright, So this week, what did I do in game? Well, it was Father's Day. I didn't get much gaming that day. Uh, but I did get nine new Star Wars t shirts.
1: I so, heard I mean. about that and I've seen a couple of them. I like the, uh, the one of, uh, oh. the Yoda free advice one.
0: So cool. It's like one of those deals you see, like, on a poster board, like, where yep. you pull the little tabs for the phone number.
1: <laughs> and I, I really dug <laughs> yeah, the one awesome. where it sort of shows the, all the droids in the lineup and the stormtroopers looking at them. Yeah.
0: No, there's a couple of good ones. And there was a couple that were focused, like, they were Father's Day ones. So there's one. Well, I'll put them up. Follow us on Instagram. You'll see them in a few days. Yeah,
1: I really need to go back into your Instagram and put them back all all over to a uh, to Pinterest. You know, it's kind of funny. Right. I just passed a hundred. I just passed a hundred followers on Twitter. Right? I've got like three hundred, like almost three hundred followers on Pinterest.
0: Holy crap, dude!
1: I know, right? So I need to pay more attention to Pinterest.
0: I'll say. Anyway, uh, so my t-shirts were awesome. I had a great time. We watched Return of the Jedi with the girls, which is nice. really what did cool. They think I'm sure they loved they... the Ewoks. Oh, they loved it, man. That was, I think, their favorite one. Of the th- uh, we watched the original trilogy now. So I'm, you know, well, I'll bring this up later in the show when we talk Star Wars a little bit. But, um, I'm curious what I'm going to do about The Force Awakens. But anyway, we've watched the other originals. We're going to go back and watch the prequels. Um, so that'll be in the next couple weeks, probably. So it was a fun day.
1: How are you, uh, feeling about showing them Revenge of the Sith with mm. the whole fight scene on Mustafar?
0: I may not show Revenge of the Sith.
1: Yeah, it's a little darker.
0: <laughs> I might show one and two, and then I probably will go to the midnight show. I'm not going to bring them the midnight show of Force Awakens. And then, Well, you um, and I
1: need to get together and watch that sometime.
0: Well, of course. And then I'll come back and I'll take them if it's, if I th- feel like it's appropriate for them. Right. Cause, you know, that's my worry. Cause Zoe's only four. But, uh, she's got through all three of the original trilogy and she loved them. So nice. they were just talking about it today. It was pretty funny.
1: Well, talking about watching the, the original saga, there's something I put into. The Star Wars, uh, talk that we'll get to that, uh, I don't think you noticed since you didn't look at what I put in there, but it's really interesting.
0: Sweet. Little Can't teaser wait. for
1: later. Okay, go. Nice. The
0: last thing I did, so in Sotor, actual Sotor, um, I'm trying to get all my tunes to 50. I actually deleted a couple lower tunes I had that I'm not doing anything with. Kind of in anticipation for, um, for the new expansion. So trying I'm kind of get looking to forward to that. 50 or to
1: 60? No, I'm
0: sorry, 60. I'm trying to get them to 60. Okay. So my Sork, my Sork is up to 58. I just did the little old trick, McKeb trick. Did a couple quests at the end, and it popped me right to 58, which was cool. So I'm going to finish that. My bounty hunter is 58 too. So my goal is to get those last two, and I think I have two or three other ones, my Sniper and my Commando uh, to get up there as well, Oh, uh, and my Sentinel. So I have a ways to go. But uh, that's my goal is to get them all to 60 before the expansion. Cool. And with, uh you know, I know 12 times XP shuts down at 55, but, you know. I'll figure it out yeah
1: you know that's actually one thing I realized I did is I, I went on to McKeb and I finished off the uh, achievement of killing the the rakes and the uh, uh, the macrons
0: nice yeah I have so many achievements to do maybe we'll do that let's do that before I leave all right ready for some news absolutely. Promises you make, they are yours alone. Alright, so Sotor News. Uh, the PTS updated after we recorded last week, and I'm not going to go through all the changes, but uh, one thing that was pretty cool uh, that day, the Warzone AoE interrupt change The on that feedback thread. I remember they were talking about changing... The AOE uh, attacks. Right. So you actually had to... Target somebody. We had to target somebody. Exactly. That change... So first of all, Alex Modney came out on Thursday. He said, let me thank and congratulate uh, y'all on the successful PTS test last weekend. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So really what it comes down to is the AOE interrupt change will not be going live in 3.3. Okay. So, uh they've read tons of feedback looking at the metrics added their own experiences. And we feel that the change doesn't do enough to positive positively alter the gameplay in war zones. And therefore it's not worth going through with the change. So really it didn't do what they thought it was going to do. Um, they put some, some statistics about stalemate. So it says typically on live healers, make up uh 20% of the queue, but on PTS last weekend, they made up 27 and they go into saying there was a lot of stalemates because of this, you know, they just didn't think it was worth it. So this is the second time they've said they were going to make a change, and due to feedback and testing, they've kind of gone back on it. So I think this is—I think this is a positive thing, honestly.
1: Yeah, it just shows how important it is to uh, when they ask for help specifically on the PTS to give it to them, so they they can really make the tailor the game to what's best for the the entire group.
0: Yeah, and so what they're saying is, I guess. I kind of misspoke a second ago. It says we're going to keep an eye on things and possibly in the future take another PTS-focused stab at the change to decrease stalemates in certain war zones. On that same deal here under the combat team notes, uh, which I thought was really cool, I'm just going to summarize it uh if you're into this you've already seen it. This was last week. And this is all from the Dev Tracker. I all of our news is from the Dev Tracker pretty much. So below is a list of 3.3 PTS class and combat updates with supporting information from the team. So what they did was they put up the change that they're gonna make on the PTS for 3.3 and then they put up why they're gonna make the change. And so this opens the dialogue even further and I think this is really, really a good idea. And from what I can understand from the heavy PvPers out there, they're really excited about this and they like the this type of communication rather than we're going to do this because of this and you know suck it up kind of
1: yeah it's nice for them to to give the the nuts and bolts and the reasoning why behind the changes before you go in so you can kind of tailor your um when you're testing it so you know what to look for
0: all right um there's a couple little issues (laughs) this is actually kind of funny this has already been fixed uh in the patch that just went on that just went through on monday in the maintenance but uh, there was a bug. The B300, I didn't notice this. I saw this. I have this piece of armor. The B300 cybernetic bracers have en- enhancement slots. You know, no bracers have enhancement slots. This one right. did. <laughs> and so people were like, uh, is this a bug? And I'll, like, yeah, this is a bug. <laughs> so they fixed it.
1: Okay. So I have a question. If you had, in it, if you had put enhancements in there, and then they got rid of them. Did you, were those enhancements put back in your stock or did they get deleted or?
0: I have no idea. I, I haven't heard of anybody actually that used it and put an enhancement in it. I'm sure you can go on the forums and check it out. But um, yeah, I'm I'm sure they figured out some way to fix it. You know, that yeah. or they just like took it out and put it back in your inventory maybe.
1: Yeah. I mean, I it's, know. I mean, if it is such a small percentage of people, but it's just something that just crossed my mind.
0: Yeah. Or they mailed it to you. I mean, there's probably some solution, but yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean. It always kind of bugged me that they don't have enhancement slots. I kind of like having the three slots on everything, but, yeah. you know, it, it would have been kind of weird to see that one all of a sudden. Definitely. All right. So I thought this was cool, too. Um, Remember remember last week we talked about they put up a post saying, let's play War Zones on the PTS during this time. Right. Right. And this is kind of a, going along with what we were just talking about, about the testing, and that's how they got their feedback was from this data set. They said, okay, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make the AOE change. Also, they said they were gonna reward folks who participated. Basically, they've already rewarded the people. And so, let me tell you, I'm gonna put the links for the, for the threads, but, uh, basically the prizes were, it said, first off, we want to extend our thanks to all of you for participation and feedback for the Warzone class changes on the PTS. And we mentioned on the other thread, we'll be giving out rewards for participation and more. So, here are the details. So, Anyone who played more than ten War Zones, because we all knew that that was the, the how many you had to play to get the rewards, right. uh, between Thursday and Saturday, we'll be granting you four hundred and fifty Cartel Coins, which is like five bucks essentially. Yeah, that's is pretty basically
1: good. two months of, of free Cartel Coins.
0: Exactly. And uh, this grant will be happening on Tuesday during maintenance, which just passed. And separately, uh, we wanted to give an extra little something something to those of you who went above and beyond in your testing. So they kind of called out some folks by in game name on the PTS, which I thought was freaking awesome. So,
1: that is cool. Uh,
0: so, some of the call outs. So, Snave, shockingly, most matches played at 45. Right. Mystery, second most uh, matches played. Andrew, who I believe is in our older public dad's guild uh, on the Shadowlands, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, most matches played during the fight devs time. Then there's like most damage, most healing done, highest protection. The cool thing about this is, uh, they give each one of these people an additional 450 cartel coins. That's awesome. Which is really cool. So, uh, so I thought it was kind of neat that, you know, they set up these times and they kind of called these folks out to give them a little extra props. I mean, this is really just going to keep people coming back to the PTS, right? Right. Scheduled maintenance, which was forever. Okay. It was supposed to be 12 hours and it was extended by two more hours. And I had totally forgotten about it. I sat down to play at like eight 30 on Monday I'm like, oh. So it was out until, you know, almost what? Almost noon?
1: Yeah, I actually haven't played in a few days. So after, or after we're done with our podcast here, I'm going to have to download that.
0: Yeah, it's not a huge patch. I'm just going to go through It's mostly bug fixes. And then there was a exploit too, which we'll talk about. So uh, patch notes real quick. Bounty contract uh, week returns, and that's going to go from the 23rd to the 30th. Still not going to do that, probably.
1: I'm actually going to have to because I actually need to... Uh to max out a rep on that. You know what? I haven't yet either,
0: have I? No, I have. I have maxed out one. Nightlife uh, achievements. And Redna was talking about this when we had him on. He still didn't get those missing achievements from the nightlife event. And those have been granted. Nice. Uh, there are some issues with quick travel points, some textures on Korriban, a lot of texture issues on places. Legacy lockboxes can no longer cause character transfers to fail, which seems like a very convoluted Issue, but that's cool.
1: That's actually something I need to do. I need, I still haven't gotten Legacy Lockbox yet, so I need to do that. Word.
0: And let's see. So metallic armors and outfits no longer display green highlights in the character sheet preview window. So mostly bug fixes. Mm-hmm. This was, and then they had, they fixed the enhancement slot uh, for the B300 cybernetic braces we just talked about. Class and combat changes, and there's some stuff with flashpoints and operations. But really, they're just um, going through it real quick. Yeah, they're just uh, some minor minor issues. Uh, with certain classes, actually, it's funny. Depths of Manon, I guess, solo mode now provides a gear reward for Marauders and Sentinels. So I guess you got nothing previously if you were a Marauder or Sentinel, which well, that would have sucked. sucked. Yeah,
1: I'm wondering if they're gonna fix the the Manon flash flashpoints for solo mode to have those clickable tanks for achievement.
0: I doubt it, and I I have to imagine they're doing that just because they don't want people just to farm those. But I mean, I don't see what the big deal would be. Yeah,
1: Maybe. well, it's only for an achievement. It's not. I mean, you don't get anything from it. I don't think. Right.
0: I mean, unless it was a cartel coin reward for the achievement, I could see him not doing it. I can but understand I, it, that. Okay. Yeah. We'd have to look and see what the reward is. But yeah, if it was just a, you know, something, you know, a couple achievement points, I don't have to see the big deal, but. Right. Um, alright. So Warzone Commendation Limit. This is what, this was something they were going to put in 3.3. And they went ahead and did it early, which oh. I thought this was the coolest part about the patch. Warzone combination limit has been raised to 200,000 in preparation for the 3.3 PvP changes.
1: Well, it's also with the introduction of the, the legacy Warzone uh, chess, or uh, whatever. Um, you know, if you're trying to transfer stuff around, you need a higher limit.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's probably why they decided, I, and this was again a community deal. I think people were like, can we have it early so we can start stockpiling? I mean, I guess they figured why the heck not. So there was a thread that said, thank you, BioWare, um, in regards to the, um, 200 com increase early. And Alex Modney came out and said, thanks goes out to the PTS testers, testers for this feedback. Glad we got this in early. And we hope to, it helps everybody better prepare for the 3.3 PVP changes. Now yeah, this is funny. Now I want to see someone max out 200k Warzone comms on live before 3.3, which would be insane. <laughs> if you had 200,000 Warzone comms on one tune, that's nuts, dude. But I mean, I would love to see that if someone does it. Yeah. So. All right, and that's pretty much pretty much it for the patch notes. Um, I still don't know why the maintenance was so long. I'm thinking maybe they were doing some other things in the well, background. With all of the,
1: uh, yeah, with all of the you know uh, texture things, that just might that might be long coding.
0: That's a good point. I didn't think about that. We're not the other ones calling it Coffee, by the way. I heard a couple of other, other podcasts saying it, too. So, the new expansion, Coffee.
1: Oh, yeah, nice.
0: <laughs> All right, so it says, uh, why not weekly updates to the players? So, this was in regards to Coffee. Although it won't necessarily be a traditional Friday update like you referenced, we're planning to have regular content from now through launch, everything from blogs to screenshots, and we'll be sure to keep you intrigued and ready for Fallen Empire. I think they were basically... Trying to harken back to the days before launch where they had a Friday update and there was always some piece of content they kind of put out every week. But they are going to do something every week.
1: You know what I was always a little bummed about is before release, uh, before initial launch, I mean, back in beta, they were releasing the, the content of the, uh, the holocron journal or whatever about the history of the, and then like with like six to go, they just stopped.
0: Yeah. They and then, never then finished
1: I'd... it and that always bugged the crap out of me. Yeah, they're never going to go back, dude. <laughs> They won't, because those are cool little video things, and it was, like, nice.
0: I agree. Uh Tate uh, added a PS to that post, by the way. He said, I will continue to consume string cheese throughout this period for science. <laughs> uh, I love Tate. All right. Character transfers. This is pretty cool, too. This is probably the other major thing we'll cover. We have just one or two other little things, and then we'll be out of here. But uh last week, we announced our digital expansion, Knights of the Fallen Empire. Since announcing, we've seen a lot of players uh, back... Uh, Getting back to the Old Republic. So what they're basically doing, in honor of the announcement, they're going to make it easier to play on the server they want to. And so starting tomorrow, which is yesterday as this is recording, all character transfers will be discounted by over 90% for a limited time. I know. I, I thought you might be upset about that. Each character transfer will only cost 90 cartel coins, and so basically it'll run for a while, so you can kind of get onto the servers you want. I thought about you when they posted this.
1: <laughs> I want a refund because you making me go over to Shadowlands.
0: <laughs> I didn't make you. I just said I'm going to Shadowlands, so who's coming with me?
1: Yeah, the only person I play with. I think I might want to be on the same server.
0: It's a good point, man. Yeah, um, you know, doubt you'll get a refund, but, you know, submit a ticket, I wonder. It's not going to happen. No. But. Last couple things here. They announced the season five gladiatorial rewards. It's very similar to last time. There's the next zoom out. The title is the entertaining character name title uh, for bronze crowd pleaser <laughs> and the character name. And then the gold one is maximum decimator character name, which I thought was cool. That one's cool.
1: The crowd pleaser is a little creepy.
0: I like it. That was my favorite one so far. <laughs> and as before, they're gonna get the striated color crystal lockbox, the weapon sets and the um the decorations, and of course the Nexu mount. Let's see, so the top top is gonna get character name champion of the advanced class title. So for example, Pierce, champion of the operatives, which I thought thought was kind of Oh, cool.
1: that's kinda cool. I like that.
0: Yeah, so like, you know, Will, champion of the Sentinels. That was kinda badass.
1: Sounds like something out of the Matrix. <laughs>
0: It kinda kinda does. <laughs> uh, I missed that movie. Okay. They did make a change to the stronghold limit. Remember? Right. Tatooine one was too high. So they've taken into account all the feedback and they're adjusting it to nine hundred down from eleven hundred, which they set okay. last week, which is fine. So they're meeting us halfway, essentially, it kinda looks like to me. Right. So last thing is the exploit. And I thought this would kind of kinda of be our discussion topic for the week, keeping it short and sweet in SOTOR since we talked so much last week. So today's patch, (laughs) remember they said they were going to put the temple chair because it didn't show up in the pack, right? Right. It's going to be up for one credit. So after bringing the servers live today, we noticed that currently you can sell the chair back to the vendor for a 100 credits. (laughs) Obviously, this is not intended. As stated before, when these issues arise, we want to make sure we get out in front of it as quickly as possible and open about what's being done. So they're calling it an exploit. So don't do it. There's been updates to this as of uh, today. Eric posted today, so we've already begun taking actions on players who have used this exploit and will continue to monitor the situation. They're working on getting it fixed and they're hoping to get it out today. I don't know if they actually did or not. I checked a little bit ago. I don't think they did. I'm thinking it'll go up by the end of the week. And a lot of people have many questions to what's being done. I just saw this before we went live today. Basically, what's being done is they're giving people seven day seven day suspensions. As well as taking
1: away the credits? Because basically, you'd be able to buy a max of 99 each time, right? So, mm-hmm. by doing that, you would basically get, uh, around, uh, 9,800 credits each time.
0: Yep. Good math. I wasn't going to do the math, but, uh. Um, Actually, I think yeah, it's
1: 9,801 so... to be exact, but, and wow, I just did that in my head.
0: Nice. Damn, son. Um, Woo! so, for math. you to, I
1: mean, I mean, granted, that's 10,000 10, 10, 10, credits isn't nothing to sneeze about, but for you to really mm. make any large amounts of money on it, you just have to do it for a long time.
0: And it'd be really obvious.
1: And very obvious and easy to track.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, which is, which is pretty much what they're saying. So, it says currently, we're continuing to remove players who are using the exploit from the game. Again, this was as of this afternoon. Currently, players found to be exploiting are all receiving a seven day suspension. This in no way means that this is the only action that will take, that will be taken against them. A seven day suspension is the minimum suspension. And it says, uh, they're giving time to investigate further. And it says, after investigating each account, and transfers to related accounts will go through and take additional action, including removal of credits, items purchased, adding additional suspension time up to and including permanent suspension on all, um, all based on this severity. So, and of course, they ask again not to do the exploit. Which, I mean, we'll, we'll still
1: do. be able to buy the max uh, to uh, to max buy our... them, just
0: don't sell them. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> and which buy v- however many you want. Yeah, which vendor um, is this from? Uh, it is the. It's the last to pack, Estron Exports Vendor, um, Estron Exports And
1: where vendor. is that located, do you know?
0: No. I'm just. I'm guessing sure. over by the Stronghold stuff.
1: Yeah, that's just something I need to get on and do tonight. So, okay, yep.
0: cool. Same same here. I'm actually working on decorating tattooing later tonight. Ooh,
1: that sounds like fun.
0: I'm in a decorating mood. I don't know what that means about me. Oh, okay. Nice snap. All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for SWOTOR. Do you have anything? Do we want to talk about exploits in general? We've talked about a lot on the show. Yeah, no, we basically said so that we don't do them. All right, man. So here's, again, as far as uh, the community cantina, I'm really looking forward to it. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what SWOTOR peeps are going in the community. So if you are going and you want to meet up and maybe do an impromptu podcast, which I would love to do, let's get together. Tweet me. Email me. Something. Let us know you're going. We'll hang out. So, all right, let's move on to Star Wars, my friend.
1: Pew, 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 pew.
0: <laughs> Insert cool bumper. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> What's that flashing? We're a shield. Both trap yourselves in and I'm make a jump light speed uh, So, welcome to the Star Wars section. Pew, pew. Um, <laughs> It's, that might be the name of the show. Pew, pew, pew. Community shout-outs real quick. Redna and Ordo put out their as we talked about when we had them on, they did an epic Phantom Menace episode. I just listened to it today, the first half, they'll put out the other half next week. It's very good. I mean, definitely check it out if you want a different kind of look at the Phantom Menace. I'm gonna watch it again and I wouldn't mind sitting down and talking to you about it uh if you wanna give it another shot. I had really had no major issues with the movie, except it just is my least favorite. So I'm kind of want to listen to this podcast and kind of go back and and watch it again, and I don't know, yeah, maybe look think, at it through new eyes. Yeah,
1: no, I mean definitely I, I want to watch it again. I've never had a huge issue with it. I mean, granted, throughout all the the first trilogy, the the acting is very wooden. It's really yeah. frustrating because you have such great actors like Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson and Liam Neeson. Christopher mm-hmm. Lee, and on the other hand, you have Anakin. Both ways, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: I love Natalie Portman, but her acting is wooden in the movie. So I don't. And, and
0: obviously, it's not her. I mean, it's partially her acting, but it's the dialogue. No, it's, it's just that, to, honestly,
1: it's funny. Mm-hmm. George Lucas is a great story writer, Absolutely. and he's a horrible script writer.
0: Well, uh, and <laughs> yes, I mean mostly dialogue too. The dialogue's bad. Yeah, that's but, what it is. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, it's a good point. Not
1: script. It's just the overall dialogue. He's not good at writing, because it just comes out stilted.
0: Yeah, agreed. And then, real quick shout-out to the Cantina cast, who we've also had on our podcast. Uh And they did a nice little, in honor of Christopher Lee, who we were just talking about, did a Dooku breakdown at the end of their last episode. They kind of talked about Battlefront for a little bit. So check out their latest episode. They talk about Count Dooku and Christopher Lee a little bit. Um, I love their breakdowns and their die, their, um, dissections is what they call them. Uh, so definitely check them out. And I just got something from Facebook. Um, I posted the what I'm drinking tonight as we record deal on Facebook. He, I think it was Joa. He said he's looking forward to new comics coming out and they want to have us on. So that'll be cool. Yeah. I Can saw it. that. And
1: also, you know, we're talking about Christopher Lee really quick. We, uh, you and I and, you know, a few other people play the, uh, Star Wars card trader game. Yep, And the day after he passed, uh, they came out with a special edition free Count Dooku card, which is a completely different design than anything else in the game. And I thought that was very cool and it yeah. was only available for a 24 hour period. And I don't know, did you get it for your account?
0: I'm pretty sure I got mine. Yep, nice. I got it. Yeah, it was cool. All right, let's, you want to talk comics? We only, have, let's just talk Leia. Yeah, we're just going to talk
1: huh? Leia this week. We, uh, hopefully with you being off for a week and me getting out of my funk, we'll read some comics and, and be able to do, uh. You know, that's, maybe that's what we'll do is, uh, the small cast before we go, we'll just have a, a, a comics corner podcast. Yeah. I love it.
0: That's a great idea, man.
1: Cause there's a lot great we need idea. to catch up on. So.
0: Agreed. So yeah, let's talk cool. about so, layer
1: four. What did you think?
0: <sighs> okay. Let me just, I'll be honest with you. I, this one wasn't as bad as what, number two? Or was it number one that I didn't like?
1: No, 2 I think was our the be- the best one that we we two liked. 2 is the
0: one we liked the most. 3 was the one we weren't that yeah, into. Yeah, 3 right? was not good. This one there was a little bit more intrigue at least because she is finding out who is who the mole is on their ship. Right. And we knew this and obviously spoilers. So spoilers, yeah, people, okay? Um we find out who the mole is on the ship and of course it's not on purpose, you know, it's the sister of the imperial Right. Like she's a helmsman or something for the empire. And so she was ratting them out, but I don't know. At some point, she's having tea with her. And I'm just like, I don't really want to read a comic book. I'm yeah, it seemed to be tea. drawn
1: out. And then, you know, the B story was that uh, she sent a couple of people, including the one who doesn't like her off to go do negotiations. And I'm like, well, oh, that's just stupid. And then it's. Right. You know, when Which I there, hate
0: that storyline by the way. And let's let's get back to that in a minute. I don't want to forget in the end up. He's in it.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. He's in for a cameo at the very beginning yeah. with almost zero import. It's just I think it's, it's my just my there for part. him being there.
0: <laughs> she you know, uh apparently um what's her name? Yvonne knows him. Uh yeah. gives him a big hug in the beginning. And that's about it.
1: Yeah, well, I, what I love is that you find out, just through the, the dialogue, you find out that she speaks a uh, Seleustian.
0: Yeah, exactly, which is cool. Let's Okay, so she finds out she has tea, then there's the side thing. Well, and I still don't know why that woman hates Leia so much. It seems kind of contrived to me. Oh, very. Um, I mean, it's like, I don't like you because you don't care about Alderaan or something. Anger ex machina. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, I just need to be, someone to be mad at Leia, so let's pick this person. So she does send him off on this mission, um, because she can't go. She's supposed to go, um, but she needs to figure out the mole issue, right? Yeah, and you find so out she, the
1: person that hates her is a, is a racist.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they get there, and not only does she hate Leia, she's a major racist against, uh, where do they end up going, Asperian? Yeah. Um, It's interesting, because it's so blatant, and... I've seen racism like this and it's, and actually they kind of capture the racism part kind of well, but I don't, I just, I don't see the point, you know, at least not yet. And there's only what, one more issue of this. Yeah. Only one more. So they have to wrap up that storyline, which at the end of that little sidebar thing, uh, you know, we have nothing left to discuss. You're racist. I hate you. And they walk off. Yeah. And
1: then the one that actually likes Leia promises Leia to show up, but unbeknownst to her, Leia sacrifices herself.
0: And, so they're they're not going to be able to fulfill that. So that's a big issue. I don't. What is the impir- uh, in, importance of Esperian? Um, just that Do you there's remember? another
1: uh, uh, cache of uh, Alderanian, Alderanians, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. it's Alderanians that had been there for generations. So they had obviously right. You know, interbred with the the Esperians, so they're Alder Esperians is what that, they're called.
0: And that's what she's all mad about. She's like, oh my god, they're part red people. Yeah, and it's like, all right, well. You know, we've all, I mean... Yeah, I'm surprised they
1: didn't just buzz out the word Redskins. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, I get, I really understand that they're kind of maybe trying to show racism in the galaxy, make it canon, and kind of keep that going because we do know that's, you know, prevalent in the Empire and that kind of thing. But I find it really odd and a little, almost a little off-putting it comes from this woman who we all hate and we're supposed to hate anyway. You know what I mean? It's, so it makes sense she's racist.
1: The only way that I think it would really tie in well is if they kind of did what they did in, in Old Republic and, you know, they have the different houses of Alderaan and some have Empire leanings and some have Republic leanings. And obviously, mm-hmm. Leia's an Organa, so the House House Organa has a, a long, you know, Republic uh, ties. You know, if, if this other woman is part of House Thule or, you know, wrist right. or something that makes sense for them to be ties with the empire. It totally makes sense. But in a five issue arc, you can't really delve that deeply into that concept. Plus by doing that, it's going to canonize something from old Republic and you're not sure what, you know what I mean? So there's I, it's, I it's just a weird thing that they decided to pursue knowing that they couldn't go into some of these options.
0: Right. And, and, I, and I'm with you. I feel like that's kind of a weird with, with one issue left, why throw in this little sidebar? Do we have to have this in? I mean, I'm guessing just to show yet again why we're supposed to hate this woman. Yeah. So, but so
1: basically, but in, in it's, one more again, issue, very. Go ahead. Yeah, in one more issue, we're gonna have to have um resolutions of the rescue of Leia, which mm-hmm. was set in motion this time, and you have the the Rebel fleet that goes into Asperian. Right. But then, uh, you also have the resolution of the diplomatic ties with the Alder experience, and then the resolution of the, the woman that hates, uh, Leia. So it's like, what's going on?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And the res- still... yeah, And the resolution right. of the sister's relationship. Right. So let's get to that really quickly. So essentially, Leia calls, you know, her contact, her sister. They already figured it out, the Empire, and they've already locked her up. And she says, I want that woman saved. You know, what, what do you want? of course, you know, in true Star Wars fashion, I want you. Right. So they take, so they agree to an exchange, right? Um, what I find interesting about this is she puts the buns on. It's the same exact outfit from episode four. Yeah.
1: Which, and, you know, so they even have a panel where it's the same exact uh, image of her with R2 when with she's R2 putting plans.
0: And again, this is, and I, and I know why they're doing it. It's an homage to, you know, episode four and it's fine. But, you know, obviously she said in emotion and from the last panel, you know, she has a way out of this situation. Right. Uh, but it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's more interesting than the last, ep- um, you know, I keep wanting to say episode, but the last issue, um, yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty th- mad with the whole series.
1: <laughs> yeah. The thing with the sisters, it's kind of interesting. When Leia was leaving, the, the younger sister, the one who was duped, is kind of saying, you know, I don't want to give you up, even if it means getting my sister, and Leia's doing it anyway. So you know there's, you know, it's not just about getting the girl back. You know there's some sort of angle on it that she needs to get done.
0: And I think what's going to end up happening is, I'm going to make a prediction. What's going to end up happening is, there has to be some sort of tie-in with the series as we know it as a whole. Because this takes place in between, what, four and five, right? Yeah. So there has to be some sort of tie-in with Empire. Correct. That's my guess. That's what I it, I mean, so at the end of this, maybe this is what leads them to Hoth, or maybe this is. I mean, I don't know. No, Hoth was the other one. That's Star Wars. Yeah, that's that where one, they're right?
1: they're looking for.
0: So what is? I I really there has to be anyway. What I'm saying. What I'm basically trying to say is there has to be some sort of tie in with with the series and why these events have to happen in this way and what this plan is gonna, how this plan is unfolding is gonna point to that. That's all I can come up with. Yeah, well (laughs) the,
1: the, the Star Wars series, the ongoing one, obviously takes place after this does because, you know, Leia's rescued and she's off searching for Mm -hmm. another base. So I'm thinking it's gonna have to tie in with the beginning of the Star Wars series. So I think it would behoove us to go back and read the first issue of the Star Wars series and see how that begins and where Leia is there.
0: That's a good point, because remember, this particular series picked up the moment after she hands those uh the medals, those medals to, to the guys. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it ties in. We'll see. But, uh, I, again, my least favorite of the Marvel Absolutely. Marvel Star Wars series, but it's not unreadable. I just don't really understand it quite yet. I yeah. think, had I read it all, like, If I – let's say, for example, we had waited until the trade paperback where we read all six or all five in a row. I really think that that might have helped a little bit because we're getting – I feel like they're stopping the storylines at weird places, especially with the last issue. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: If it was in a trade paperback where you got the whole story at once, definitely – um, on the other hand, if you've noticed, uh, you, know, you and I were talking about this beforehand, is that I thought the art looked a little bit different in this issue, and so that would definitely stand out in a trade
0: paperback. For sure. And and I'm kind of with you. There was some, I, I think what stands out to me to, to me the most is that, I think maybe it's because it's closer. That close-up at the end.
1: When yeah, he says, just... without
0: a prayer of rescue, it's like, the art seems a little funky compared to the rest. I think it's maybe just because it's a close-up. I don't, I don't know. know. Just
1: for me, it seemed like all the faces seemed a little bit more blurry.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I think you're right. But... We'll see how the... I'm curious to see what the next one's about. I cannot wait for Lando. What's yeah. The date? I just saw an ad for that in here.
1: I'm really What's excited for Lando. That's due out in what? Uh, the... Actually, I think that's due out while we're Soon. at Comic-Con or right after Comic-Con.
0: And I'm pretty sure if we get together with the Cantina guys, they're going to want to talk about Lando for sure. And then we also have uh, there's another series. So, Lando number one, July. Yep. So, we're going to get that probably while we're gone is my guess. Right. Kanan, Star Wars, Vader, Lando's a short series like this one. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next, the next sets um, when Star Wars and Vader come out. Those two are really strong right now. Kanan, strongest of all three. So, I, I agree with um, that, yes. And I'm, I'm really, really hoping they do something cool with Lando.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really hoping that there's a um, a Comic Con exclusive for one of them. Because um, if you remember, I got the the Emerald City Comic Con exclusive of uh, Leia. Um,
0: That's right.
1: So I'm hoping that there's going to be an exclusive for some. I haven't looked at the Comic Con site to see if there's any exclusives yet for right. Star Wars. I'm sure there are, um, but the closer we get, the the more likely it will be to find out. So
0: sweet. Let's pew-pew ahead, sir. So, you want to do the film stuff that you put in here?
1: Yeah, I just have three little bits of news information. Obviously, the first one that we should talk about is the one that really hit the news, and that's it. Um, and this is from uh, from our buddy Tim Stello, who's doing that's some it. work with NBC News. It's that...
0: Well, let me let me, let me me put a little precursor on this really quick. Yeah, so, why don't
1: you talk about this one?
0: So, so this story... I thought you were going to start with the other one. So, this story that we're going to talk about, um, my buddy Tim Stello, who we interviewed and talked to... He does work for BuzzFeed. He also, a couple days a week, covers um, breaking news for NBC News. Uh, he freelances, basically, as a writer. And people send me Star Wars articles all the time because people know I love Star Wars. They're like, check this out. You'll love it. So he sent me this article. I was like, oh, this is cool. I read through it, not even noticing that he wrote the damn thing. <laughs> And I talked to him last night. He was the he was the guy I was having this beer I'm drinking tonight with last night. We were talking. He's like, Yeah, did you like that article? I was like, Yeah I did, dude. We're gonna talk about it tomorrow. And he goes, and and he said something. I was like, Wait, you wrote that? He's all uh yeah, had my name on it. And I was like, Damn dude, I'm sorry. I you just know, thought you were just sending me an article. Yeah, what I love
1: is you forwarded <laughs> it to me and I read it and right. put in the show notes and then it wasn't until today that you talked to me and I'm like, Oh wait, that was Tim, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: Right. So the story we're talking about. So big shout out to Tim. We love you, man. Uh, he's about to have a baby too. Um, he's one of my oldest friends besides Will. And, uh, I, you know, he's about to have a baby. So best of luck to him and Frida and their little Roxy Moon that's coming. So big shout out to him. All right. Moving on. So the article he wrote, um, was basically covering the breaking news with old Anakin Skywalker was arrested.
1: Yeah. With uh, Jake Lloyd slash Jake <laughs> Broadbent or whatever. I, I, don't know why he changed his name, but evidently he was going like twice the speed limit in a zone. And even though he's from Colorado, he was in South Carolina, which had enough bad publicity this week. And right. he's uh, got arrested for uh, reckless driving and a couple other things. So we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, well, I think well, out of any of the Star Wars actors, he's definitely had the, were the most troubled post-Star Wars life.
0: Yeah, and it was kind of cool because I was talking to Tim about the story last night. Excuse me, I was actually going to try to have him on tonight to talk about it, but... He talked to one of the cops that was chasing him, and he basically said he's still locked up. He hasn't posted bail yet as of when he covered it, which was a couple days ago, right? Right. He still hasn't posted bail, which is really not a whole lot of money, so he's still still kind of sitting there. They don't know why he was in South Carolina at all. You know, he doesn't even live there, and it was just a really kind of strange thing. So he's bailing, going 100 miles an hour. He ends up going into the woods, bouncing off trees. I guess the cop kind of said something like he was bouncing off trees, like a pinball or something. And then he was fine. They arrested him. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't high. He was just, uh, why, why? I don't, I do not understand this story at all. Yeah,
1: no, it's just, it's weird.
0: (laughs) Anyway, next one, Uh, next one. uh, There
1: was an interview with uh, Greg Grunberg, who we talked about a few weeks ago when he was officially announced as being a cast member for episode seven. Um, and it looks like he might be a X-Wing, an X-Wing pilot. Um, but we mentioned that he's, you know, one of, uh, JJ Abrams' really good friends. They've known each other for decades. Right. And, uh, one little, and basically the whole upshot of the interview was talking about how you can keep such a, a in the spotlight script under wraps with all the actors and stuff that have access to it and everything. Um, but the, the main thing that came out of it that I liked was that, uh, it turns out Greg Grunberg has been signed for three films. He signed on for episode no way. seven, eight, and nine. So, you know, I don't think hmm. he's going to be playing a major role, you know, in, I would guess in respect to the original trilogy, it's going to be a role like Wedge or something like Damn that.
0: Damn it. I was going to say that. Yeah. You're right. I, I think uh, that was going to be my guess. If he's going to be an X-Wing pilot, it's going to be like Wedge, who's been around for all the movies, but you know, not, not a huge very role. plot relevant. Right. Not exactly. in the movies, at least. Exactly. Yeah. No, he was great in the EU. For yes. sure. Um, and then
1: the last little bit of thing here is something. I- I can't remember where I got it from. We we have a link in the, the show notes, but it takes you to a YouTube page where somebody had overlaced all six Star Wars movies on what? top of each other. And so in two hours and 20 minutes, you can watch them all because they're all overlaced. And what? so, like,
0: it's really... Are they on top of each other or are they, like, split screen? No, like they're all six. on
1: top of each other. So... <laughs> You see all the scrolls going by at the same time. The music is off just a little bit because, you know, it doesn't start at exactly the same time and everything. Um, right. and then you go through the movie and, you know, depending on the coloring of each scene with what kind of comes to the forefront, but you still see everything else. And it's really kind of cool. Wow. And it's, no, I'll have
0: check that out. That's cool, man.
1: Yeah. It's really hard <laughs> to follow, obviously. No, obviously, but, uh, it's definitely entertaining and definitely worth checking out. So, so check that Sweet. out. Sweet. Um, cool, man. That's it for. Yeah, it's it for news.
0: You know, I think the last thing we should talk about before we go, we had kind of already talked about. Uh, I wanted to bring up. I I watched Return of the Jedi with my girls, and um, I before we get to the last thing, I want to talk about really quick. I, I'm 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 concerned about episode three, but I'm also concerned about episode seven. Just was a real quick discussion. Do you think how dark do you think this first one's gonna be? Do you think it's gonna be similar to? Uh, a new hope where, and episode one where there's some dark-ish moments, but it's gonna be pretty light in comparison and get darker as you go. Um, basically what I'm asking is, my four and six-year-old who have seen the original trilogy, trilogy, are they gonna be able to roll with episode seven?
1: Yeah, I don't think they're gonna put any, like, like Mustafar in it, like that vicious. Um, I think you kind of, as a template, you kind of have to look at the two Star Trek movies that Abrams did and see that there's nothing really violent in them per se or no. scary. I think it might be more similar to something like Empire where the scariness part is really like when Luke goes into the, the, the cave or the tree cave thing on Dagobah. Yeah. You know, I think that, that was might Zoe's be about his favorite his, part, which is weird. Yeah, that that's about <laughs> how scary I think it might get.
0: Okay, I'm with it. I, I think you're right, and I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm gonna see it before they do for sure. Which part of me wanted to be like, I want to try to see it with them, you know? But I gotta see a midnight show. There's no chance I'm not seeing a midnight show. So right. we're gonna figure out some kind of place to view it. It's December. I'll be off work. Um, I'm coming to you probably. So well, we'll all figure it all depends on
1: where I get my job. So exactly.
0: Alright, man. So last thing, should we talk rebels? Rebels. Rebels was badass. It's been a while since we talked Rebels. Rebels is back as we talked about last week. Well, the season pre- the season premiere aired Saturday. Yeah,
1: but the rest of the so, season doesn't air till fall. So this is just like yeah, a stopgap.
0: I kind of hate that. But anyway, I'm going to watch it a couple more times. I really enjoyed it. Um the kids loved it as well. And like I said, I I'm glad I was just glad to have more Rebels. I've been wanting to see this since uh what was it? A, a celebration where yeah, the, the people trailer, there were able yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Uh, so what'd
1: you think? I love that the first thing we see of, or the first thing we get of Vader is his breathing off camera. Oh yeah. And that was awesome. I love that he did the force choke
0: on, on the girl. Let's talk about Vader real quick before we move past that. So do you think, do do you think he's going to have a pretty significant, cause we know it's James Earl Jones. You know they didn't bring him back just for this episode. Is he going to have a pretty significant role, you think, going forward?
1: Yeah, I think this season is going to have a lot more characters having a lot more. I mean, it was more like, in the first season, it was just like guest spots, right? So like you had,
0: yep. you know, you Lando had
1: and... or orga- Bail Organa in a couple episodes. You had Lando in an episode. You had the droids in an episode. I think this one, they're going to be much more frequent. And I actually, okay. and I think um that Vader is going to be the primary villain in this episode. Or in the season.
0: Well, we also saw Ahsoka, too. We did. And I kind of had to, although I haven't watched all of the Clone Wars, I had to kind of tell the the kids. I was like, look, so, and the wife, of course, she does not watch it either. I said, look, you know, there's going to, inevitably, you have to think there's going to be that confrontation between, you know, Vader and Ahsoka at some point. Yeah, especially you where... Know, you can where tell at that the they know the that each other are there. Yeah, especially since at right.
1: the end of the episode, Vader recognizes who it is. And you think Ahsoka does, but she doesn't admit to... Kanan and, and Ezra who, who is there.
0: Right, exactly. I'm
1: actually surprised that Kanan doesn't, hasn't figured it out yet because he was there when Order 66 happened. Granted, as of, as far as we know in the comics, we haven't seen Vader be particularly after him. So maybe he was never actually chased by Vader, but you, you would think that he would have heard stories of who he
0: was. Agreed. So, I'm, I'm really excited to see where this goes. I'm bummed because that, you just reminded me, yeah, we don't get the rest until fall, but I'm gonna watch it again. At least one more time. Oh yeah, uh, it was just, it's fantastic. Speculate.
1: Again, the music cues were great. Um, yeah. It was just, it
0: was phenomenal. The fight between, Vader, Kanan, and, um, and Ezra was, was probably my favorite part. Yeah. One uh, thing
1: I was a little disappointed on, if you remember when we talked after Star Wars celebrations and we were talking about the, the trailer, the, it, it, it showed Vader pushing Ezra's saber up to his neck.
0: The lightsaber. And I thought
1: it was perfect placing for him to fire his blaster part of the, the hilt at Vader, and that just didn't happen.
0: I thought of you then too, and it didn't happen. That was a bummer. But, yeah, I, I I like the conversation. I really, like I said, I'd like to watch it again. Overall, this is, it's such a strong animated series. I don't know. From the I jump. I don't know how long it's going to go, man, but I love this series. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's it is great
1: from the jump. It's not like Clone Wars, which it took you a little mm-hmm. bit to get into. I think they got I, their feet wet well with Clone Wars, and now they knew exactly what worked, and this is just brilliant from the get-go.
0: And I really think that this is going to be, this series... Uh, because it's on Disney XD, a lot of people are watching it. Kids are watching it, knowing there's going to be the new movie. I think this is really going to be the gap. There's, they're going to have, and we'll talk about this in a little bit as far as box office. I mean, they're going to have a huge span of fans going to this movie. You're going to have kids who are like, you know, rebels, um, is my star Wars. You're going to have the, the kid, the people who are, you know, the prequels are my star Wars. And there's going to be the old veterans like us who are like, that's all my star Wars, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of reaching everybody, man. And I think this is, this series, I think is really, I recommend this to everybody that I talk to about star Wars. That is either kind of into the clone wars or is looking for star Wars. That isn't reading the comics and stuff. I'm just like, watch rebels. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely great. Exactly. All right. Anything else you want to say about uh, the premiere?
1: Uh, Nope. I think that's it.
0: Cool, man. We will definitely be talking more rebels when it comes back. Uh, I'm going to watch it again. Maybe I'll bring something up next time we talk. Um, Like I said, when Kanan, I'm hoping for a little bit more from Kanan to kind of link to rebels a little bit too, from the comics. So we'll see. Yeah. I I
1: hope, I hope they do pull that in a little bit more
0: for sure. All right, dude, that's it for star Wars, huh? Yep. That's it for
1: star Wars. Would you rather fight a horse sized duck or six duck sized horses? J.H.
0: Yeah, uh, all right. I'm going to assume that's hypothetical, right? I mean, right? But I'd have to answer neither because a horse sized duck is too terrifying to even contemplate. And duck sized horses,
1: how could you fight them? They're too adorable. I mean, seriously, picture them all trying to eat one apple. Oh my God, that's too cute.
0: All right, let's, uh, we're going to skip podcast corner this week as well because uh, I know you're behind on podcasts. I've been listening to a ton, but um, nothing really new. So let's just jump into pop culture. Take it away, my friend.
1: Yeah, we have uh, just four bits of news. Um, unfortunately, I'll start off with the, the bad news. Um, I don't think it's been officially confirmed yet, but it looks like James Horner, uh, the film composer, has died in a plane crash. Um, uh. What we know so far is that it was his plane registered to him, and uh, it crashed actually in Kuyama, which is about 30 miles from where I am at. Oh, wow. Um, and it's confirmed that there are no survivors. There is one person on board, so it just stands to reason that it would be him. Um, but I, they haven't officially given the, the word that it is him yet. Um, but, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, he did the music for Titanic and Aliens and just, you know, a whole bunch of really great movies. So, you know, he's, he's, he's gonna be missed because he did some great work.
0: Absolutely. That's
1: um, sad. yeah. Other uh, big news for uh, for movies is just the the other three things we have are all pre production things. Uh they've they released the name for the next Independence Day movie, which is gonna be called <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence, and it looks like the it's gonna take place twenty years afterwards, and yeah. it looks like that there's become a worldwide uh you know, a global defense force that's kind of you know worked up. To stop from you know more in, invasion, a lot of the cast is going to be returning. I guess Goldblum is going to be returning, uh,
0: Judd Hirsch,
1: Ooh, okay. Bill Pullman. Um, I don't know if Will Smith is on board yet, but I'm, I'm sure they would have to get him back. Um, well, from
0: what I've heard, he's not coming back. But yeah,
1: I I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, but it takes place twenty years later, and they refer to the original war as the War of '96 because you know that's when the more the the first movie came out. So right. So we shall see and it looks like they, the release date they announced is going to be uh next uh next June twenty seventh, I think. Um okay. so it's actually about a week before the uh, the twentieth anniversary of the original release. So kind of cool. Sweet. Um Marvel Wait, in real quick before yeah. we
0: move on, how do you feel about this this sequel? Um Are well it's actually gonna be it? there's like gonna the be personal? two sequels Oh man! Two? Um, two
1: and three, and I'm I'm actually excited about it because I remember when I went and saw it. I was up in Washington when it first came out. My sister Don and I went and saw it at opening day, and we actually walked out of the theater, looked up into the sky, and turned to each <laughs> other and said, "Yeah, we could go see that again right now." It was just an, an entertaining movie. So I'm mean, I mean, it was when when this good. came out. I'm sure it was our generation's way of the way that. The generation before us felt when they first saw Close Encounters.
0: Yeah, I I really enjoyed Independence Day. I I really liked Will Smith. I was a big fan. I still am sort of a big fan of Will Smith. I I loved that movie. It was so much fun. I love that speech at the end, and they all go up. I liked um what's his name's role? The guy who played who sacrificed himself at the end. Spoilers. Oh, Randy Quaid. Um, yeah, Randy Quaid. Uh, I, it was such a fun movie. I am worried a little bit about the sequel, only if they don't get Will Smith. If everybody else is there except Will Smith... Yeah, it's going to be weird without Will Smith. Um, but it's like, is it, is it sort of like, uh, you know, uh, Fast and the Furious without uh, <laughs> without uh, Paul Walker. Homeboy, right? Yeah. yeah, well, we'll see no, how that Paul is. No, not Paul Walker, or the other guy. Remember they did the other ones oh, without... Without Vin Diesel, right? Yeah,
1: I don't know. We'll see. The uh, one thing I like is that they're they're being done by uh, Devlin and Emmerich, who you know did the first one. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know they've had humongous careers since, and I really you know they're they're like my Hollywood guilty pleasure, right? Because they did Stargate, which actually something I didn't put in the news here, but got announced this week is that they're going to be doing a new Stargate trilogy.
0: No way! Yeah, it's in the
1: works. Yeah. Um, Nice. But cool. you know, they also did The Patriot, they did uh, The Day After like Tomorrow, two thousand twelve, they did the the unfortunate nineties Godzilla. You know, they they did a lot of stuff. But they're the thing that they've been doing recently is they did the show that I talked about in the ten great shows that you need to be watching uh blog I did when we first started. Um they do the show The Librarians on T N T. Oh,
0: okay so I know that
1: okay cool. Yeah, so they do some really good really enjoyable stuff and i mean stargate still holds up i love that show or that movie with james spader and and, uh kurt russell so absolutely it's kind of cool they're doing that
0: well i'm i'm glad you you're into it i'm into it too um i have my my concerns if will smith doesn't come back i'll probably be less likely to run to the deal and see it but if will smith and everybody else is in it i think it's gonna be fun so we'll see how it goes yeah all right what's next
1: Marvel and Sony have officially cast their next Spider-Man,
0: and it's a, a guy, a
1: Brit named Tom Holland. Um, and he is most well known because he was in the uh, the Broadway show of um, Billy Elliot, which is oh, okay. a, a great, a great musical based on a great movie. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm okay with this casting. Um, I think they definitely could have gone the Miles Morales route, but yeah. I think they they are really focused on it being Peter Parker. Sorry, Peter Parker,
0: because that's what is involved with Civil War, right? Exactly, and I, I don't know. So this is basically, yeah, Marvel and Sony. So in the next Spider-Man movies that Sony does, and the when he comes over to the Avengers, right, is what we're talking about.
1: No, he's going to be introduced. He's going to be introduced in a cameo in the next uh, Captain. Oh, sorry, American. not
0: Avengers. Civil, Civil War. Yeah, yeah sorry, so Captain America, America. which sorry. is
1: next year, um, right. And then, um, the Sony movies will come out after that. But the way that the, the, uh, there was actually, uh, Kevin Feige, who's, you know, basically runs the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He came out with, uh, with something today that said that basically Marvel is going to be producing the movies for Sony. Okay. So they're going to, and so basically they're going to be producing them like they produced the Marvel Cinematic Universe ones. Um, cool. because it is their property. Basically, what I think is going to happen is that Marvel's going to.
0: Well, they got to keep it in sync,
1: right? Right. Exactly. So I think it's going to be that Marvel's just going to produce them and Sony's going to distribute them.
0: Sounds good. I'll watch them.
1: Yeah. So, so I think they, I think they're going to be a better reboot than say the Amazing Spider-Man was. So, so we'll see how that goes. Another little bit of tidbit news that came out this week. I don't know if you saw, but, uh, WikiLeaks released a lot more of the Sony. Stuff that came out, and evidently back in 2001, when they solidified the, the Sony Marvel deal with Spider-Man, there was a whole bunch of news that came out. This was mentioned in Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. That there were things that Spider-Man could not be. And, it's. Or that he had to be. That he had to be. Well, he had to be Caucasian. (laughs) Right. And he couldn't be gay. Um, Which is.
0: Interesting. Yeah, writing, but you got to
1: remember this was in the two thousand one agreement, I believe. So this was pre Toby Maguire for sure, but this was also pre Miles Morales. So I think that's what that in you know this isn't part as far as we know this isn't part of the current agreement either.
0: Now, now what I'm trying to figure out is were they saying that the character couldn't be gay or the actor could not be gay? The character. Okay, I'm just making sure because I think that's interesting because there's a lot of awesome gay actors that can play the most badass straight men on the planet
1: yeah well i mean i don't uh, yeah. john
0: barrowman jumps into my head right now oh absolutely i love but
1: that you know the 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 important thing is is that you know the funny thing is you think about spider-man 3 and the walk that toby mcguire did mm-hmm. i don't know they might have broken that rule with uh, whether the character can be gay or not a little bit um so there's that the last bit of news we have is, um, Julia Stiles came out, you know, it's not too often we get to talk about Julia Stiles, uh, but she came out and announced that she's gonna be coming back for Born 5, which is also bringing back Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass, who did nice. Supremacy and Ultimatum. But also in the works is Born 6, which is gonna be the follow-up to the Born Legacy, with Jeremy Renner following the Alex Cross role. So it's kinda cool that, um, as, as, as we know, if you watch Born Legacy, it tied in with Born Ultimatum, just without it Damon.
0: It wasn't Damon. Exactly.
1: Right. But it was part of, it was the same universe. So they're gonna, it turns out that they're, it looks like they're gonna be having separate sagas in the storyline. So it's kinda cool. That's I'm, cool,
0: man. I'm excited because I really like Born. I like the Bourne series too. I, I, I really do. And I didn't, uh, did I see Legacy? I can't even remember if I saw Legacy, but I don't, I don't mind if the main actor is not there as long as it's badass. And Bourne is badass. It is. And, but the thing is, is the Jeremy Renner Bourne, the Legacy, it references the
1: Jason Bourne character, but the the character is not actually in the movie. He plays a character named Alex Cross. Yes. But the reason why I'm excited Mad Damon and Paul Greengrass are coming back is at the end of uh, Ultimatum, it really made it seem like there was a major history between Jason Bourne and Julia Styles' character. And so I'm excited that hopefully by bringing Julia Styles back, they're going to rectify that and and tie it up.
0: Cool. All right, dude. So let's talk about, uh, I feel like it's a good enough time to talk about Jurassic park. Mostly let's talk about the box office stuff first though. Right. Jurassic world, not Jurassic park. Yeah. Jurassic Jurassic World.
1: world has blown up at the box office. Um, Again, it made a uh, hundred and six million dollars, I believe, in its second weekend, which broke the record for the the biggest uh, second weekend. Again, breaking the the Avengers record. Um, officially, it is number eleven on the all time domestic box office, and uh, amazing, uh, number twenty one on the all time international box office it's only 23 million behind age of Ultron, which is number seven all time. And so wow. it's going to get that 23 million this week. Uh, I believe if it gets another 50, 54 million, I think this week, it'll move up into the top five, um, which means it'll pass wow. star, uh, star Wars, the original.
0: So yeah, so, so big stuff. Um, and no- here's my question. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Now that you've sp- spout off all those numbers. Um, these are all fine and dandy, these numbers. Okay. Uh, is Star Wars gonna beat it? Um, actually, interesting that you said that. Um, I think it will, yes. But. Same here. The,
1: what's interesting is there's a, an accounting firm, and for life of me, I, it's not, I don't think it's Deloitte and Touche, but I can't remember who it is that came out and what their projections and what episode seven's gonna do. And the only number I saw is that they forecasted the, the final international, uh, total. And they put it at 1. okay. $1.95 billion, right? Ooh. But the thing is, that's still only third all time. That puts it behind right. Avatar and behind Titanic, which granted had uh, re-releases. Um, hmm. But I don't know, because I, I think it's going to be that rare thing like Titanic where it has a big opening and then has long legs.
0: And I think, and, and this goes back to what, and the reason I'm asking you this is because this goes back to what we were just talking about. There's so much strategic with what what they're doing right now with uh with Star Wars. They're releasing comics. They're releasing the animated stuff. They're releasing books. They're releasing all of these things leading up. We're even seeing Swotor ramp up their marketing a little bit in anticipation, right? Trying to get new people into the game. Hey, where this is Star Wars too, right? Yep. My whole thing is they're they're hitting every demographic pretty hard yep i cannot imagine anybody who even knows what star wars is or have seen if you've seen a star wars movie especially the original trilogy i cannot imagine people not going to see this movie at some point so i think that's where the legs come in i think you're right also, and i think yeah also go ahead. go ahead no i'm just saying i think you know you have the kids the rebels kids the prequels kids the um, original trilogy, old folks like us, and you have the hardcores, you have the tagalongs. I mean, I don't think anybody's not gonna see this movie. And, and Jurassic World did so well. I get it because Jurassic Park and its sequels did okay. Obviously, um, Jurassic Park was very popular, but I think Jurassic World it was it was hitting us mostly, right? My kids have no idea what Jurassic is. Yeah, I Park think
1: is. it's it's what it did was it got the kids because of the dinosaurs, which is the same way it got us when right. we were young. But it also got us for the nostalgia factor. Now, the one thing I yeah. want to bring up about box office really quick is if you were to think about the six Star Wars movies, right? Which one do you think is highest on the box office list?
0: Uh, either Episode Four or Three. Episode One. It's one. It's one. Phantom
1: Menace, I just, I knew. And, and that's because there was such a a dark time before it that there was nothing out, and so that was basically got its and it does it did fourteen million dollars more than than A New Hope, they're five and wow. six respectively all time that they um it's just it's so interesting because that was with I mean it, it got some kids because of Jar Jar and you know Anakin was young or whatever, but it with Clone Wars and Rebels it has so softened up the ground for kids. That there's going to sure. be kids clamoring for it instead of parents taking their kids to it and having reviews because of that. They're starting off with a huge child fan base along with the parents and grandparents at this point.
0: And think about, I just got, I didn't even mention this, dude. One of my students who just graduated lives down the street. Um, her and her mom know I'm really into Star Wars. They were at the grocery store today and they brought me Darth Vader cereal. box of cereal it's already started dude you're gonna start seeing star wars on everything it's gonna be in all the fast food it's gonna be everywhere plus you gotta remember
1: now they have disney marketing behind them
0: exactly and it's gonna be relentless it's gonna be in every you're gonna start seeing i mean you already see the lego star wars and all this other stuff happening on disney and and that kind of thing anyway i mean it's gonna be i can't imagine it not Breaking the record that Jurassic World just put up. Oh no. I, I don't know about it. I don't know about being number one, but I, I like to think it will. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be number one all time, but it'll definitely be right. the
1: number one opening for sure. But I for honestly sure. think it, it, it could be number one all time. Avatar was a weird sort of just what
0: was that? Perfect I still storm. understand that.
1: <laughs> and it was the time it came out kind of thing. I, I don't, I don't know. know. It's just, it's, it's. And it did over a hundred million dollars more than second place.
0: So. I think the advertising juggernaut, I think it was an advertising juggernaut too. I think it was beautiful. They advertised it like crazy. Plus you gotta remember and it was then the first was also major good.
1: 3D movie. So.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. It was 3D was getting big. I don't know. I, I still understand the Avatar thing. I get the Titanic thing. That hits all people. Yeah. You know. Um, um, and it was a good movie. Yeah.
1: So I, I think this will definitely be all other Star Wars movies. So that means it'll yeah. probably cross the five hundred million dollar threshold. And the only four movies to ever cross five hundred million are Dark Knight, The Avengers, Titanic, and Avatar. Um mm. Age Voltron might get up there, but it's kind of slowing down and it still has fifty million to go. Um
0: okay. I think Jurassic World will definitely get
1: there. Yeah, it's it's mm. gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes.
0: Well, on a quick side note before we get out of here, what'd you think of Jurassic World?
1: I really enjoyed it. Um I think yeah. it did two things. One well, three things officially. It officially solidified Chris Pratt as a movie star.
0: Oh my God, how good is he in everything? He
1: is good in
0: everything, <laughs> right? If I ever see him in real life, all I want, all I'm going to do is hug him. <laughs>
1: That's um, it.
0: Because and I think, think he me. has
1: that rare sort of thing that few actors have, right? I think he has the same sort of thing that Tom Hanks and Harrison Ford have, and it's that they yep. can do Tom Hanks to a lesser extent, but that he can do action and comedy. And pull both
0: off as the lead. At the same time,
1: yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's the first thing it did. The second thing, it definitely launched an, a new, uh, Jurassic Park slash world juggernaut. And he's, he, yeah, sure. and he's yeah. signed on for, I think, at least two more Jurassic movies. Yeah, why not? Exactly. I mean, they're just going to be making money at this point. Um, but the yeah. third thing it did is I think it solidified in Kathleen Kennedy's mind. That he is definitely the next Indiana Jones. There's never, there hasn't been any talk about this, but excuse me, he was wearing a vest almost the entire movie. And so it was very much like Indiana Jones. I just, you know,
0: Photoshop, a fedora and a whip at his hip. We're good. Exactly. I mean, he, he, uh, and we've talked about this before, obviously. Uh, he'd be perfect and he's amazing. I, uh, it was mostly, not mostly because of him. I mean, the movie overall, in my opinion, great summer movie. I went into it knowing I'm going to just have fun watching it. There's going to be dinosaurs. There's going to be some crazy stuff that I don't care about and things that shouldn't happen. People should have died sooner. Whatever. I don't care about any of that. I have one buddy who is just like, who I do the flip side podcast with. And he's just like, it was terrible. I was like, how, how (laughs) did you go into it thinking it was like the next Schindler's list? I mean, give me a break, dude. You know, I mean, the movie was amazing because it was fun. Yeah. You know? So I had a good time. Yeah.
1: I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So, and one thing I think I like about Chris Pratt possibly doing Indiana Jones is that there's actually a huge, I mean, when we get to Raiders of the Lost Ark and, you know, the, the original trilogy or the original four movies of Indiana Jones, it starts off with Indiana Jones being in his early thirties, right? Yep. Yep. Um because I believe the Indiana Jones character is born in 1898. Um but a lot of people don't know that there's actually, you know, you have the young Indiana Jones chronicles and stuff like that, but there's actually a series of books that were released in the 90s that covered his time after graduating from the University of Chicago up until the the Raiders time period. And there is so much story there, not necessarily from hmm. the books, you know, it'd be kind of like the Disney EU. But it's uh definitely there's a you know, there's a whole decade of time period that they could do a decade of movies and Chris Pratt is so baby faced that he could pull off being a twenty four year old.
0: I was gonna say he could pull it off for another ten years, easy.
1: Exactly. So So
0: that's cool. it. All right man, yeah, I had a fun time with the movie. Um I think we'll talk more movies and more comics next week, um, uh, before we go to Comic Con, man. I think that's fitting. And by then, one of the things I wanna and let's just move into my Comic Con stuff here real quick. One of the things I wanna do uh before we go is talk about the schedule a little bit uh-huh. i'm hoping that we can get you a badge between now and then uh tony kim who we've talked about a ton of times he's putting on a game of he does the crazy for comic-con blog he's doing a game game of i love it game of bloggers meetup basically it's a place for people bloggers podcasters a place to meet up and interview each other talk to each other stuff like that so I'm gonna throw it out there right now. We'll throw it at the top of the show next week. I think um, we're gonna go. Yes, we are. So we're gonna to go to this. We'll put the link in the show notes. If anybody, including uh, Chinook and Master Lou, I believe, is trying to meet us when we go down there as well, am I right, Master Lou? Yep. Liu, I and I want them to come to this. Right. We'll sit down. We'll talk to them, and we'll talk to other folks as well. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for this. I, I
0: think it's great
1: um i mean you and i already have some connections in in the in the the podcast uh, arena but this is definitely yeah. going to open it up for us to be able to make even more friends and that's what it's all about you know cuz you know yeah. very few people make money doing this we just enjoy doing it because we like doing it and we like talking to the people that also do it
0: and i want to meet some other folks like i said i'm going to bring my mic i just want to sit down and talk and and hang out talk star wars talk geek stuff Get excited because this is actually Wednesday night. This is preview night that this is happening. So this is the night before the con actually starts. So it'd be kind of cool to get people when their energies up, um, get a you know, have a couple drinks, talk and and see how it goes. So I'm looking forward to this. So we're gonna throw that out there. Uh Master Lou, Chinook, I'm talking to you guys. Meet us there. Let's hang out for a bit. And then uh, see who else we can meet, man. I think it'll be fun. I'd actually like to pin down Tony Kim and talk to him for a minute, too. But I'm sure he'll be kind of busy that night. A little bit. So we'll but, uh, but
1: we'll see yeah. if we can try to fit him in.
0: Exactly. So, all right. And um let's see. As far as our update for our Star Wars meetup, um, again, we're just kind of leaving it up in the air. We'll, we'll kind of put it out on Twitter. But I think we're just going to find a spot. Or we'll go out to a brewery. I, I think, like I said last week, we were talking about going to... Uh, Jolton Joe's. Yeah. So we're talking about going to Jolton Joe's. Uh, it's a pretty open spot. We can get a big table and just kind of sit around and talk and they have pretty good beers. So we could do that as kind of a preliminary thing. And then if we get, um, you know, maybe go out to a brewery or something that's close, we'll see if we can get out there. We won't have a car, which is probably part of the issue of going somewhere. No, don't,
1: don't forget. I have a zip car now. So
0: yes. So we might have a work around on that. So here we go. One more thing I want to talk about, dude. What are we going to do about Hall H? (laughs) Friday Friday of fr- okay so Friday we've talked about this already last week but Friday is the huge Star Wars day extravaganza in Hollywood. yeah I think we're gonna have to look at the schedule and see
1: what else is there and see if we if there's absolutely if there's anything else we want to see if not then I think we just might have to get there really earlier the night before and just stay the night and you know because yeah. You know, this is going to be your fourth Comic-Con. It's going to be my third, and we still have never We've had never a Hall H, Hall H experience. H.
0: Not only have we never done Hall H, uh, this is the year to do Hall H. Uh, I think we'll have to get there, like, when we're done Thursday night. Go yeah. get in line.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be Star But that means Star sleeping Wars. on the
0: ground, on the hard, hard ground.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, who knows, dude? Um, yeah,
1: because there's going to be Star Wars, and there's something else in there that day, too, and I can't remember what.
0: I think it's Game of Thrones. There's a bunch of stuff happening that day. Yeah. Not Game of Thrones. Um, It might be Game of Thrones. But uh, Walking Dead, though, is the other one I've heard. Oh. If, but we're waiting on the schedule still. If it's so. Walking
1: Dead, you know Chris Hardwick's going to be hosting that one.
0: But it's crazy. That means we won't get in. I, my fear is this. We get in line Thursday, you know, and not get in for Friday night. <laughs> Friday afternoon. We'll just have know? to
1: to see what it's like. We'll check the schedule and uh all right. and we shall see.
0: Alright. But we'll just we'll figure out Hall H man. I it's just something that I've been thinking about. We have never done it. It's gonna be brutal, but I have a charger, I've got a laptop, I've got all the stuff, I feel like I've got the gear. We could do in, in the middle of the night podcast or something. I don't know, it might be kind of fun. Some we haven't done. We
1: could always heck, heck, we could always interview people online too. Exactly. And I'll have my laptop too, so you know exactly
0: all right man we'll figure it out actually i've got two laptops
1: right. i could bring them both
0: sweet all right man i think that's it for this week Woo-hoo. yes thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast we welcome all feedback so if you have comments or questions you can find us at theusualpodcast.com email us at theusualpodcast at com. find us on facebook google plus pinterest instagram and Swootor network i'm at darth pops on twitter will is at i am will griggs find us on itunes and stitcher radio and like us, share us, and all that on all the other social medias. Of course, become a patron on patreon.com slash podcast. Help us out. Get us to our little radio show funness that we're going to do eventually. And audibletrial.com slash podcast if you want to support the show. And if you have nothing else, sir, we're going to call it a night, yes? Call it a night. All right, man. We will see you all next week.
1: Bye, guys.